And now, for the show reflecting on classic radio, Hollywood 360, with your host, Carl Amari. I can see you right now in the kitchen, bending over a hot stove, but I can't see the stove. Who knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men? The shadow knows. <laughs> Would you mind telling me whose brain I did put in? And you won't be angry? I will not be angry. Abby someone. Abby someone. Abby who? Abby normal. What do you do, Carl? Carl is a inventor slash entrepreneur. Yeah, I'm still looking for that home run, you know? I mean, when I saw the iPod first time, I was like, yeah, I gotta kick myself. That was so hard on him. What's your name? Carl's my name. Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. Roger, ready to move out. Hello, everyone. I'm Carl Amari, and this is Hollywood 360, the radio show that presents the best in classic radio. This time, it's part two of the Harold Lloyd Comedy Theater, starring Robert Young and Claudette Colbert, with host Harold Lloyd from 1944. Then it's an exciting adventure with the Cisco Kid as they fight for law and order in the early West. With me, as always, is my co-host, Lisa Wolf. What's up, Lisa? What's up, Carl? What'd you bring me from Tel Aviv? I brought you me. Oh, I came back. yeah. Well, that's the best. But gift you of all. brought Mike a uh, an ashtray from Jerusalem. Well, he asked me for it actually. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. And what did I get? You got me. Yeah, but uh, that should be more. I than want enough. something tangible. You do you? Well, I, yeah. You're not tangible. I'm not allowed to what? touch you. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't do that. You can't do that. I'm not allowed to touch her, folks. So she's not tangible. So you didn't bring me anything. Not even a T-shirt that said uh, I was in Jerusalem, or you know, this T-shirt came from I saw Jerusalem. Some T-shirts or, they had Hebrew writing on them. I would. I, I would have worn it. They were kind of just touristy. Yeah. I don't know. Nothing looked right. Oh. Man. Did you bring Harold Lloyd anything back from this uh, yes. comedy theater I show? I brought actually something for everyone except for except you. Except for me. All Sorry right. about that. Well, last time we began listening to the Palm Beach story on the Harold Lloyd Comedy Theater. Let's go back to October 29, 1944 for the conclusion. And uh, so they came to Palm Beach. As they came up to the dock, Jerry noticed someone. A familiar face. She uh, turned to John D. Hackensacker III. Wait a minute, John. Wait. You wait right there. Tom, why did you follow me down here for anyway? Well, you're my wife, aren't you? You're making a fool of yourself, exposing yourself to all sorts of dangers that I promise to love, honor, and protect you from. Oh, look, don't you understand? I've left you. I'm not your wife anymore. You're not my husband. Jerry, darling. No, stop it. Now, don't put your arms around me. Oh, Tom, don't kiss me. Well, I must say you do know the best-looking men on the pier. Oh, oh, Princess, uh, the, this is the Princess Chantamelia, my brother, Captain McGlue. What? Uh, Captain, we should have met sooner. And if I'd seen you around, we would have. Uh, this is my brother, Captain Hackensacker, uh, Captain uh, McGlue. <laughs> That's an odd name. Yes, isn't it? How do you do, Captain? I'm not a captain. That's my sister's joke because I own a yacht. (laughs) Well, that's my sister's joke because I don't own one. Well, I'm very glad to meet you. Your sister didn't tell me that she had a brother here. No, I just dropped over and... uh... And of course you're staying with us. No, no, no. We wouldn't want to inconvenience you. We'll go to a hotel. Inconvenience us? Bobble puppy. We practically run a hotel anyway. This will give the servants some exercise. 
Your uh, brother's a very fine-looking man. You know, you look exactly alike. <laughs> really? I, uh, I suppose he's married. No, 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 no. He, he's entirely free. Oh, you, uh, you don't tell me. Now, look here. Uh, I don't pay any attention to Maud, Captain. Her bark is worse than her bite. Yes, that's what you think, Snoodles. And now, Captain, you take my arm. Hmm? What did you say you were Captain of? I didn't say a word about it. Oh, how wonderful it is meeting a silent American again. All my husbands were foreigners and such chatterboxes. I could hardly get a word in edgeways. They certainly must have been. You know, Captain, I have a feeling that I'm going to like you. They make a handsome couple, don't they? Pardon? My sister and your brother. It would be nice if something came of it. Oh, oh, yes, wouldn't it? Be wonderful for him. Captain's a big fellow, isn't he? Yes, isn't he? You look exactly alike. Oh, yes, don't we? You know, people always tell us that. <laughs> I am not grousing. You are too, grousing. I am not. I'm being very reasonable. I merely want to know why the Captain McGlue of all the idiotic names. Because I want him to finance your invention for you. He seems to have something against my husband, but as my brother... I wouldn't allow him to finance a pack of gum for me. I still would like to know why I'm to be called Captain McGlue. But wasn't that your mother's name? What, Captain McGlue? Oh, really, Geraldine, her name was McGrew. Oh, well, I'm sorry, darling. I, I remembered it as McGlue. Well, what am I supposed to be captain of? A garbage scow? <laughs> Couldn't you have been a captain in the last war? Sure, I was 11 years old at the finish. <laughs> what about the Boy Scouts? Wonderful, I could go around building bonfires on the drawing room carpet. Oh, I'm, honestly, I'm sorry, darling, I really meant it for the best. Well, I suppose you did, but why did you ever do it in the first place? Because you had your arms around me. I just suppose this Captain Hackensacker, this uh, snoodles, ever put his arms around you? Of course not. Then yachts must have changed since the last time I was on one. That's what they build yachts for. Now, just a minute. What about your friend, the princess, that you're cutting such a groove with? Princess? And how did you get down here? I flew. Well, where'd you get the money? Same place you did. The cute little old man? Yeah, well, he isn't cute. He has a wart on the side of his nose. So he came back? Yeah, he rented oh. the apartment next door and came to see you. He wants us to get together again. Oh. Look, Jerry, don't you think we owe it to him? Just let me go out and poke snoodles in the nose just once. Yes? Excuse me for popping in. Uh, Mac... Did you happen to bring a tuxedo with you? I did not. That's too bad. In the pinch, you can wear one of mine. I won't be here that long. Oh, that's too bad, old man. I wanted to get to know you better. However, I'm very glad that you showed up just when you did. So am I. Good. I needed a male member of Jerry's family. Well, you have him. Fine. Now, I have a certain thought. I have a certain thought also, and it's that bracelet you gave her. Mac. I'm very glad you brought that up. Uh, Mac is delighted with its noodles. He shouldn't be. He isn't. Oh, Fine. Mac. The first bracelet that my sister got, I punched the fellow right in the nose. Well, I can see Look. we understand each other perfectly. Look, if I could trust you boys not to slug each other, I'd like to make an exit right about here. I feel like a bone between two dogs. Oh, we're going to get along all right together. Uh, you see, Mac, Geraldine's future and this little plan I have, which I had better discuss with you before springing it on her. Well, that's mighty decent of you, Snoodles. You think so, really? Huh. That would have delighted Grandfather. He always thought me something of an ass. Bright old boy, wasn't he? <laughs> oh, very, very. Look, uh, I think I'll be running along. Good. I have so much to say to your brother. And you have a lot to listen to. And I have so much to say to you at the dance tonight. Darling. Well, toodaloo. Pip, pip. <laughs> Thank you.
Isn't the music divine? I'm dancing on clouds. Oh, you have a nice little voice. Oh, thank you. I used to sing in college. With a mandolin? Uh, yes, but but I wouldn't play it around the house. <laughs> Would you be around the house much? Not any more than you wanted me. I have an office, not that I do much in it. Say, perhaps Max would come and help me. Oh, that would be wonderful. You two could plan the airport together. What airport is that? Oh, the most remarkable invention you ever heard of. A suspended airport right in the middle of a city, stretched like a tennis racket. Really? You know, I might be able to help him. In fact, I will help him. Why not? You will? Of course I will. Uh, up to a certain point. How much will a working model cost? Ninety-nine... Uh, I mean... I mean, a hundred thousand dollars. I think I'll be able to do it all right. Let's consider the model built. Oh, Snoodles, you're wonderful. You don't like to dance with me, do you? Hmm? Oh, yeah, yes, certainly. Well, then why do you let me flop around? Oh, I am sorry. <laughs> That's better. What's Jerry's husband like? Who? Oh, just a flop. A big flop? Yes, any way you take it. Well, he won't be such a flop with $99,000. Snoodles will give it to him, all right. What's this, about $99,000? That's how much her husband wants. You mean before he'll give her a divorce? Oh, I love you like this, with lightning flashing out of your eyes. Did she tell you that story? Why should we talk about that heel when you're here? Did she tell you that? Mm, the big muscle in your arm contracted and squeezed me deliciously. <laughs> Do it again. Now, listen, I... No, no, you listen to me. I've got so many sweet things to say to you. You know, Geraldine, I, I've never been so happy before in my life. You, you freed me of a certain timidity from which I've always suffered. And now with you and Mac in the airport, I can see great days ahead, full of fun and everything. I'm sure of it, Snoodles. Uh, uh, by the way, I have a little surprise for you later tonight, so... Uh, don't be surprised. Well, what is it? Well, if I told you what it is, then you wouldn't be surprised anymore. <laughs> well, I wouldn't do anything too surprising if I were you, Snoodles. You never can tell how those things are going to turn out. I'm persuaded you'll be delighted. Well, I certainly hope I will be. Yes, if, if you'll just leave your window open onto the balcony. Why, Snoodles! Oh, oh no, it's not what you think, really. When, when I climb, I get dizzy. So, you're a fast worker, aren't you? You've got a lot of nerve to talk. So you couldn't even wait a decent interval, you yes. and your princess. I hope you're very proud of yourself, Captain McGlue. Well, now, wait a minute. No, let go of me, you big pullover. I'm the one that has the right to... I know I'm an idiot, but I, I suppose it's when you've been fond of somebody for a long time. You, you shouldn't have come down here. You should have given me a little time to get used to the idea. Well, maybe I should. You can't blame a man for trying to hold on to something that he loves. But he always has loved. And always will love. Oh, you're going to make me cry. Jerry. No, no, you're forgetting the airport. You're forgetting everything that counts. Jerry. Now listen to me just this once, will you? I've always done what you wanted, and it's always turned out to be a disaster. Mm -hmm. Oh, good night, darling. Sleep tight. Your, your room is right through that door. Well, it seemed funny sleeping with a sitting room between us. And the door's locked. Yeah, you don't have to worry about that. Well, nevertheless. Good night, dear. Well, what are you waiting for? Well, don't you kiss your brother good night? I don't know. I never had a brother. Well, you have one now. Well, don't be silly. In the world is that? Well, that was... Oh, it's that little surprise. Well, he's got a whole orchestra down there. 
Oh, oh, he shouldn't do things like that on a night like this. Oh, Jerry. Don't start that again. You really want it that way? Please, Tom, it has to be that way. There's no other way possible. Okay, I guess you know best. Good night, dear. I'm, I'm ready to get undressed. Yes, of course. I'm just a brother. We're big children now. Yes, good night. Okay, Jerry. Good night. Oh, Tom. Uh, huh? Just a minute. I I can't get the zipper in the back of my dress. Would oh. you mind before you go? Glad to. They're not making zippers like they used to. Nothing's like it used to be. Well, you'll have to come over here to the light. Yeah, is that all right? A little too high. Better sit on my lap. Well, now, I don't think... Oh, it's all right, sister. There, now. Now can you get it? Hmm. So it doesn't mean anything when I kiss the back of your neck. Like this. No, nothing. When I squeeze you, like this. You know I'm ticklish. Or when I turn you around and kiss you, like this. Oh, Tom. Tom, this is costing us $99,000. Do you love me? It's costing us the airport and all your chances. Do you love me? Oh, it's useless and impractical and, and wonderful. Do you love me? Yes, darling. I, I love you. I love you. I love you. That's all I've wanted to know. Uh, Claudette, Bob, that was wonderful. It's a great story, but... Uh, Look, you haven't uh, told the audience what happened to John D. Hackensacker III. Oh, he married my twin sister. And uh, the princess. She married my twin brother. Mm, well, that sounds simple, I, I think. But uh, look, with all these twins running around, are you sure that you were married to the right partner? Well, of course we're sure. Or are we? Huh? This is Harold Lloyd saying thank you and good night. See you next week. The Palm Beach story was presented by arrangement with Paramount Pictures, producers of Our Hearts Were Young and Gay. Robert Young is currently appearing in Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer's Canterville Ghost. Claudette Colbert can be currently seen in David O. Selznick's Since You Went Away. And now this is Bob Williams saying good night until next week's comedy theater when we present Ball of Fire. Starring Gary Cooper and Lucille Ball. This is the National Broadcasting Company. And that's the Harold Lloyd Comedy Theater from October 29, 1944, with the Palm Beach Story, hosted by Harold Lloyd and starring Robert Young and Claudette Colbert, as heard on the NBC Radio Network, sponsored by Old Gold Cigarettes, but we removed all the cigarette commercials. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, it's the Cisco Kid. Stick around. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. 
Hi, Carl Amari here. During the month of April, log on to ClassicRadioStore.com and digitally download yours truly, Johnny Dollar Volume 1, featuring six 75-minute detective adventures. Yours truly, Johnny Dollar Volume 1, is regularly priced at $19.99, but is yours for half price, only $9.99, via digital download this month only. Also on sale during April is Gunsmoke Volume 1, featuring 12 stories of the Old West. Gunsmoke Volume 1 is regularly priced at $19.99, but is yours for half price, only $9.99 via digital download this month only. In May, these two collections will go back to full price, so don't miss them while they're on sale during April. Log on to ClassicRadioStore.com to order, and while you're there, download an episode of Suspense, starring Cary Grant absolutely free as our gift to you. That's ClassicRadioStore.com. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. Welcome back. I'm Carl Amari. This is Hollywood 360 across about 200 radio stations coast to coast. And make sure you check out our website, hollywood360radio.com. At that website, we have a podcast of our show, so you'll never miss any of the classic radio programming we play here on our network radio show, Hollywood 360. Just go to hollywood360radio.com. All right, it's time now for the Cisco Kid. This was a great Western adventure series. Now, the character was created by O. Henry. The Cisco Kid was seen in films, TV, and comic books, and in 1942, it was heard on radio. Jackson Beck played Cisco with Louis Soren as Pancho. Later, Jack Mather and Harry Lang played the roles. The Cisco Kid was a heroic Mexican caballero who fought for law and order in the Old West. Immensely popular on radio and TV, it lasted until 1957 with nearly 600 episodes. The TV series starred Duncan Ronaldo and Louis Carrillo. It's time now for the Cisco Kid with the Giant of Laredo from January 10th, 1957, part one now of the Cisco Kid. Here's adventure. Here's romance. Here's the famous Robin Hood of the Old West. Cisco, the sheriff, he's getting closer. This way, Pancho, Bavano. The Cisco Kid. Now the Cisco Kid in our exciting story, The Giant of Laredo. Before the railroad came through from Corpus Christi in 1880, Laredo, Texas was more or less isolated and a law unto itself. From its site along the lower Rio Grande and across that river from the Mexican city of Nuevo Laredo, it took life as it came with a fine disregard for occasional lawlessness, which of course suited Big Mac Hollis to perfection, for Mac, six feet seven and weighing 275 pounds, was the rustler king of the Rio Grande. Over and above that, he was a brawling, bruising fighter, afraid of no man. As our story opens, a horseman is just reining his mount to a stop in front of the Grand Café on Santa Rita Avenue. Oh, oh, oh. I hope Max in here. Well, if 
Aberdeen, old Swope Hanley. Sit in with us, Swope. Well, I... No, I can't stop long, Mike. I just rode in from the ranch. Yeah, I suppose your boss, Jim Donnan, wanted you to bring me his kindest regards, huh? <laughs> well, no, not exactly. <laughs> yeah, I bet he didn't. Kind of like to talk to you yeah. for yourself, Mac. You would, eh? Yeah. Well, I got no secrets from these boys here. However, all right. Boys, going away from here. Well, what is it, Swope? I heard from the boss that the Cisco kid's riding in from San Ignacio. What for? Maybe to stop the cattle rest. Don't forget, Mac, in the last month, we've run off a couple of hundred head of Donald's best beef. And we're running off 50 more head tonight. The buyer across the river says he's got to have 50 head by morning. It may be dangerous tonight, Mac. I'm the one to decide that. You can just keep on being foreman from Jim Donlan and understand that? Sure, sure, Mac. And whenever Donlan sends men out to the herd, all you got to do is put a lighted lantern in the bunkhouse window to give us warning. Sure, sure, that part of it's all right, but... Maybe you don't know what a fighting hombre that Cisco is, Mac. What are you trying to do, Swope? Insult me? No, no. Watch. This tabletop's made of marble, an inch thick. Keep your eyes on it. I thunder. Yeah, that's what I can do with my fist. Break a slab of marble in two. If you want a sample of my strength, I'll just hoist you over my head with one hand. Mac, easy now. Cut it out, Mac. Mac, take it easy. <laughs> Yeah, and if I meet up with that Cisco kid here in Laredo, I'll break him in two. Now get on back to your ranch, Swope. Be ready for tonight. Let's pause from the Cisco kid. More after these words. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. Now back to the Cisco Kid. Cisco? Hey, Pancho. The good thing, Senor Darling, you'd work to us when he do, no? In another half hour, we would have left San Ignacio. Yeah, be on the way to Corpus Christi. Uh, but now, uh, first we eat, huh? Hey, Chico. It's now about four o'clock in the afternoon. Pancho hungry. So we will stop and have an early supper at an Loretta Cafe. Uh, then we go out to say uh, Donald's Rancho? Yeah. Hey, yeah, look, Pancho. What? I want to show you something. Hold up. Hold, hold. Oh, look, hold, oh, look. Oh. What, 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 You see that limestone ledge in the water? Uh, just under the river? See. Si. Uh-huh. That is called Indian Crossing. Oh. And that street is Brunei Street. Why'd you show Pancho that, Cisco? Because cattle rustlers could ford cattle across the Rio Grande right there. Because Senor Donlan may have sent for us to help him put a stop to the cattle rustling. Up there, Ro. Oh, Logo. Uh, now, why Pancho you not think of that, Loco? Huh? Well, look who's riding this way. Who? The sheriff and some of his men. He hold up his hand for us to stop. Well, then we will stop. Put that. Oh, Logo, oh, Logo, oh. When is Thursday, Senor Sheriff? When is Thursday, Senor Sheriff? All right. You're the Cisco kid, ain't you? See? I thought so. Word kind of got around town that you was riding in. Yeah, what was correct. What's your business here, Cisco? At the moment, to get something to eat, and after that... You ride to see your Donald's rancho. Oh, out the gyms, huh? See? All right, then. But I hear that you're a troublemaker, Cisco. Oh, that's not so, say you should. Cisco never made the troubles. Just get into it. Pancho, Keto. Well, don't start any trouble in Laredo, that's all. Get up! That sheriff, he think we the bad hombre, Cisco. Many sheriffs do, amigo. Up there, come on. Oh, no. How far to the cafe, Cisco? Well, it's just up ahead of us, Pancho. Mm-hmm. 
You see the place with the hitch rail in front of it? Yeah. That is the place. They used to have good food there. We find out that they still do. Oh, they have a whole... Oh, look at the horses at the hitch rail, Cisco. Many signores in the cafe. See. Parents who have just a bite, two steaks, three bowls of lamb stew, six fry eggs, a couple of goosey goosey. Yeah, we can sit down at this table, amigo. Cisco, Cisco, look at the big hombre over by the counter. Oh, see, a giant of a man. He's bigger than a giant, Cisco. He's big as two giants. He does not look friendly either. And yeah, now he's walking over here. I'm told you're the Cisco kid. I am, senor. You know something, Cisco? I don't like your looks. Is that so? And when I don't like anybody's looks, I don't want them around, savvy? Me compañero and I are going to stay right here. And you not do nothing about it, big hombre. I reckon I will do something about it, and right now... Santos is like hitting a house in this hombre. As soon as I get my hands on your Cisco... Look out, Cisco! Not let him grab you! Uh, now I've got you! And I'll break your back. Not if I can help it! He bends you over, Cisco! The man is strong as a bull! In another minute, I'd have broke his back. Now, Cisco, you and your partner, get out of town. He's going to start his fight, senor sheriff. That big hombre started. Shut up, you. Watch or not shut up, you. I said get out of town in a minute. I'll get going. Yeah, there's no use to argue with the sheriff, Pancho. Come on. And the next time we meet, Cisco, I'll finish that fight. If we meet again, hombre, you will have every chance. Cisco, you... Do not get the wish of that fight, no? I would have, amigo. What did that sheriff call that hombre? Macalas. See, that Macalas is the strongest man I ever saw in my whole life, amigo. Never again will I let him get his hands on me that way. Next time I will fight him outdoors, where there is plenty of room. I know it's kind of dark to be showing you and Pancho around, Cisco. Yeah, we are glad to see the improvements you have made, Senor Donlin. Pancho glad there's something else, Senor Donlin. Yeah, what's that, Pancho? Pancho glad you improved Pancho's stomach with a big meal. <laughs> <laughs> as long as Pancho's stomach is full, Senor Donlin, the world is rosy. Yeah, the world is rosy. But to get back to your problem, you say you and your men cannot catch the cattle rustlers? Yeah, Cisco catch them for you. Pancho. You do. Can't even get a look at them, Cisco. I keep my herds out there a little bit to the east and south of town. Every now and then we ride out there at night, but the rustlers are never there. Uh, eventually you'll catch them, senor. This is the bunkhouse? Yeah. Why don't you meet my foreman, Swope Hanley? Hey, Swope! Yeah, I see he keeps a lighted lantern in the window. Well, now I never noticed that. Now somebody take the lantern out the window. It's you, Jim? Yeah. Uh, shake hands with the Cisco kids, Swope. Well, howdy, Cisco. Buenas noches, senor. And this is Cisco's partner, Pancho. Howdy. Buenas noches. Cisco and Pancho will be around here for some days, Swope, on the lookout for them rustlers. So uh, give them all the help you can. They sure will, Jim. It is none of my business, perhaps, but why do you keep a lighted lantern in the bunkhouse window? Yeah, what's the idea, Swope? Well, it's... Uh... 
Well, it kind of a beacon light for some of the boys who are late riding in from the range. Oh, I see. It's a good idea, senor. Yeah, I'll be right with you, Cisco. Just want to check over tomorrow's work with Swope. Take your time, senor. Pancho and I will walk over by the corral. Did you believe that about the beacon light, Cisco? I might have, Pancho, if he had not taken the lantern out of the window so quickly. It's a signal, no? I believe it is, Chico. So we will ride out tonight to the senor's herds. It'll be all right to move that 50 head of these cattle across the river. No lantern in the window. Hey, hey, wait a minute. Here comes the rider. What are you doing out here, Swope? You and the boys better get out of here, Mac. Cisco Kid and his partner may not be far behind me. But you didn't show no lantern. I had to take it out of the window for fear Cisco would get suspicious. Well, I sure ain't running from that, hombre. Sanchez, you're the best roper around here. Get over behind that hillock. Jenkins, you go with him. Yeah. If Cisco rides through that trail, rope him and drag him from his horse and hit him. Hard. Same for the fat one. Get moving. Do you think that former ride this way, Cisco? I have an idea he did, Pancho. He stopped and found to light the match uh, to look at the trail. No, huh? no, amigo. No? We're near the herd now. If the cattle rustlers are close by, they might see the flare of the match. Mm, then they start to shoot. Let's wait here for a moment. Hurry up. Oh, look, wait here, wait here. Oh, Pancho, did you see the cattle, Cisco? See. Si. We'll ride on slowly. Come on, Diablo. Oh, Lobo. You saying you don't suspect anybody, Cisco? See. Si. He suspects that big hombre, Mac Hollis. Big hombre know it? Senor Donovan says he does. He says Hollis has threatened to kill him. You better get that big hombre in the jail. Somebody or something besides those cattle is up ahead of us there, Pancho. That was Lobo, say, too. You better stop here and go forward and foot, amigo. See, between these hillocks is a good place. Look out, Pancho, the rope! Hey, hey, get you, Cisco! Hey, 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 that's the stuff! Grab them off, them horses! Madre mia! They ride right into a trap like this! Oh, oh. Cisco! Oh. The next one, your horse! Is now Pancho! No, no! No, no! Hey! <laughs> now to finish these two off, then we'll get to work. In Laredo, Texas, where he and Pancho came in answer to an appeal from cattleman Jim Donlin... Cisco was nearly whipped by Mac Hollis, cattle rustler and one of the strongest men Cisco had ever met. Later that same night, when Cisco and Pancho rode out on the range on the chance of catching the rustlers, two of Mac's men dragged them from their horses and knocked them both out. Now... Wait a minute, Mac. We don't need murder here. Are you giving me orders, Swope? Oh, no, but I... Because if you are, I'm just going to start taking you apart. All I'm asking you to do is listen. That's different. I'm listening. The sheriff ain't far away from here. How do you know? Because he's suspicious of Cisco, and he blames that fight in the cafe on Cisco. Uh, How do you know, Swope? You wasn't there. Well, a couple of the boys dropped in later on at the ranch and told me. One of them said the sheriff told him he was going to trail Cisco all the time he was around here. Yeah, it wouldn't be so good if he was to find Cisco murdered. That's just what I'm thinking. Besides that, I'm hoping sometimes to finish that fight with Cisco. All right, then. Leave him there, boys. Both of them out cold. Uh, must have hit their heads hard when they landed. Yeah. Start cutting out 50 head of cattle, you hombre. Uh, I reckon I'll be getting back to the ranch. No. You're coming along with us tonight, Swoop. But see here... I, I said you was coming along. All right, now. Get to work. Pancho. Who called Pancho? Oh, I do, amigo. Santos, by the field, someone has been kicking my head. Same hombre kicked Pancho's head, too. Where we are, Cisco? We are close to cattle. Not much is certain. Oh, see, see, see. Now I remember. 
We were roped and dragged from our horses, Pancho. Mm, Pancho, remember hearing the voices? I heard the voice of that big bandido. Macalas. Hey. Yep. Not help matters to lie here. Well, Pancho, try to get up. Here, I'll help you, amigo. Come on. <clears throat> Not hear the bandidos now. They've gone. How long we lay there, Cisco? I cannot say for sure, Chico. Probably not more than 15 or 20 minutes. Where the bandidos go? I cannot answer that question either and be certain. But since that big hombre was here... And since Senor Donald suspect him of roasting the cattle... Chances are those hombres have taken some cattle and are driving them to the river. To cross into Mexico. Exactly, Pancho. So we will follow them to the river. If our horses are still here... Yalo! Yalo! Do you think we'd better take these cattle across at the Indian Crossing Ford, Mac? Why not? Well, it's pretty close into town. What if it is? Ain't anybody going to get in Mac Hollis's way? Not if they know what's good for him. Well, whatever you say, Mac. You bet your life it's whatever I say. I got this town plumb right in the palm of my hands, Wolf. All but Jim Donlin, maybe. Has he been talking against me lately? No, no, Jim ain't been saying much. What has he been saying? That one of these days you're going to be nabbed for cattle rustling. Hmm. By who? Him? No, no. He's got a pretty good friend who's a captain in the Texas Rangers. Oh. If the Cisco kid don't get you, Jim will be sending for a detail to Rangers. One of these days I'm going to settle Jim Donlin's hash once and for all. Well, why not tonight? Is he at the ranch? Yeah, yeah, he's there, only... All right, take charge here, Swope. Martinez will meet you across the river and have the cash for these here cattle. Come to my place afterwards and wait for me there. Get up. Mac, wait! Wait! Oh, blazes, Mac's in one of them black moods of his. He'll kill Jim. Sure as thunder, he'll kill him. Pancho, hear the cattle, Cisco. We come the right way, no? Say, Pancho, we did and this time, we are not going to fool around with that big hombre. Will I fast up to them? No, no. No? That might stampede Senor Donlan's cattle. Just keep your guns loose in the holster, Pancho. Loose in the holster? It's quite dark, so we can come upon them without their getting suspicious. You're almost with him now, Cisco? Hey. Uh-huh. Now, no more talking for the time being. No Miguel. more talking, Pancho. Cattle's down to the river now, Cisco. Shh, get up. Couple of you hombres, get them lead cattle into order. Come on, get at it. Over this way, Pancho. Follow me. Jesus, yes, go. What's the matter? Get him in the water. Stay where you are, hombre. Do not reach for a gun. Cisco. Tell your men to ride back away from those cattle. Quick! I mean business with this gun. All right, boys. Hold it. Move back away from the river. You'll make a mistake, hombre. Would you not tie Cisco up? Oh, maybe you'll think I'm crazy, but I'm kind of glad you got here, Cisco. On account of Jim Donlan. What do you mean, on account of Jim Donlan? Matt Collis has gone out to Jim's ranch. He says he's going to get him tonight. And I reckon he will. This be the trick, Cisco. No, I swear it ain't. Maybe I've played Jim dirty helping rustle his cattle and all, but I'd sure hate to see him gunned down in cold blood. Then why did you not stop that big bandit of Mac Hollis? Huh? Ain't many people try to stop him. You seem to be telling the truth, hombre, but... So help me, I am, Cisco. Well, there he is, boys. There's that blasted Cisco kid. Oh, look a hole, look a hole. He's the sheriff, Cisco. Well, you blame well on catching something, Cisco. So you come here to rustle cattle, did you? No, senor sheriff. I did not come here to rustle cattle. Well, we'll see about that. You're coming to my office. Talk it over there. Uh, we in the fix now, Cisco. We will get out of it, Chico. Do not worry. Senor sheriff. Well? These cattle belong to senor Tannen. Reckon I know that. And these hombres are the rustlers. 
There's one rustler missing. Me compañero and I are going after him. Only place you two are going is right across to my office. Well, that is not my idea. We'll see you later. Hopkins, ha! Hope on that racket does not stampede the cattle. Hey, not can help that now, Chisco. Sure, we cannot. But I hope we can help Senor Donald against that big bandito. Up, get Go, 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 go! Send for the Rangers, Willie. We'll fix that right now. Evening, Donlin. Uh, what are you doing here? Well, I rode out to pay a call on you. Nice of me, huh? I should have kept that door locked. That's near enough, Mac. Keep your distance. And what do you think you're going to do with that pop gun? I'll do plenty with it unless you turn around and get out of this house. No, that ain't any way to treat a guest, Donlin. I want to talk to you. You blasted cattle rustler. Hey, they tell me you're going to send for the rangers. Well, now, that's my business. Hey, maybe it's mine, too. And you admit rustling my cattle. <laughs> I don't admit nothing. But if I was you, Donlin, I wouldn't send for no rangers. Uh, what's to stop me? I'll stop you. All right, get out of here, Mac. <sighs> what good will that do to kick me out? My men are all around this house. Why, you coyote! That's off. just what I wanted you to do, to look behind you. I'll take that gun. And now I got you, Donovan. You, you buzzard Mac! I... And I'm going to kill you. Oh. Yeah, yeah. What the blazes? Hey, boy, quick! Oh, Cisco, huh? Get back away from me, watch you. You all right, Senor Donovan? Yeah, I reckon so, Cisco. But you got here just in time. You choked the life out of me in another minute. Hey, so you have to use a gun on me, Cisco, eh? You don't dare to finish that fight man to man, do you? That is just what I'm going to do, Bandito. Finish that fight. But Cisco, this is a small room. You a lantern in this house, Senor Donlan? Yeah. Out in the kitchen, Cisco. I'll go get it. You mean you're gonna fight me bare fists? Bare fish and bare teeth, too. Say, hombre. But not in this room as you would like it to be. Yeah. Here's a lantern, Cisco. Gracias. Pancho, take that bandito's guns. Pancho, take them, Cisco. Now, you go outdoors first, Senor Donovan, with the lantern. Leave the door open, please. Whatever you say, Cisco. You go next, Pancho. Just in case this hombre decides to run away. Si, Cisco. Yeah, yeah, and coyote. Ah, you bandito. Out that door. I will follow you. Hold the lantern up, Senor Donovan. I want light on as much space as possible. I'll hang it from the nail on this beam, Cisco. Where now? Now. Take my guns, Pancho. You take off the gun belt too, Cisco. See. Si. Here, take it, Chico. See, si, see. Si. <laughs> now you catch it, big giant. You sidewinder, Cisco. I'll beat you to a pulp. This time only. You will fight my way. That means with fists and not wrestling. Stop this gun. Hit him again, Cisco. Oh, stand still, you blasted will of the wind. One good punch in the stomach will slow you down. One on the jaw slow you some more. Not too close, Cisco. Not too close. Oh. Get up, Cisco. Get up. No, I got you, Cisco. Not what I can roll out of your way, Von Still. Get on my feet again. Look out, Cisco. He come at you. See, Pancho. I was careless then. I'll not be careless again. Instead, I'll move in. Get the somebody. Move out again. Then repeat the process. Like this. And this. 
Get up, hombre. We'll fight some more. No more, Cisco. I got enough. Can't you think that the smartest thing you ever say, bandido? I swear, Cisco, you got the hardest punch of any man I ever saw. That's what this bandido think too, no? <laughs> Get some rope and tie this, hombre, Pancho. Yeah. Oh, on second thought, Pancho, never mind the rope. We will use the sheriff's handcuffs. Get your hands up, Cisco. This time, by thunder, I've got you. Be careful with that gun, Sheriff. You're pointing at the wrong man, Sheriff. Mac Hollis is the one you want. Mac Hollis? Well, uh, say, what hit him? Cisco hit him. Put the handcuffs on him, Senor Sheriff. Well, I'll be doggone. You ought to give Cisco a vote of thanks, Sheriff. Gracias, Senor Donlan, but we do not need that. What we do need to do is to get your cattle back to the herd. So if the sheriff does not object, we will be on our way again. Cisco. Si, Pancho. Now that all the cattle rustlers in the jail. Si. Now we leave Laredo. Where we go? Where would you like to go, amigo? Pancho, like to go to Matagorda. Oh, on Matagorda Bay, eh? Si, Matagorda Bay. Why would you like to go there, Chico? Pancho like to see his cousin, the Lord Porfirio. Is Porfirio now in Matagorda? Yeah, si, Porfirio now the deep sea diver in Matagorda. He wore a deep diving suit and a helmet. I did not know that, Pancho. Oh, si, si. As a deep sea diver, has he had any narrow escapes? Si, as a deep sea diver, he almost died from politeness. Almost died from politeness? Yes. Si. You mean while he was down under the water? See, but how could he almost die from politeness while he was down under the water? Because he tipped his hat to a mermaid. Oh, Pancho! Oh, Cisco! And so ends another exciting adventure with O. Henry's famous Robin Hood of the West, the Cisco Kid. Be sure to listen again for another thrilling adventure of the Cisco Kid. Cisco Kid was played by Jack Mather, Pancho by Harry Lang. And that's the Cisco Kid with the Giant of Laredo starring Jack Mather and Harry Lang. From January 10th, 1957, as heard on Mutual. Let's take a break from Hollywood 360. More after these words. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. Next time, it's Nick Carter, Master Detective starring Lon Clark. Then it's part one of The Great Gildersleeve starring Hal Perry. That's next time here on Hollywood 360. We'll see you then.